0: It's a matter of when. When the sands of time will run out within your hourglass.
2: New at 10, a hit and run caught on video. And now a teenager and his family are looking for the driver who took off. He
0: was a victim of a distracted driver hitting the road while riding his motorcycle going 65 miles per hour. He nearly lost his life now on a crusade to help save lives and prevent someone else from becoming a victim, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com, and now the host of this podcast, it's Howard Drescher.
3: All right. Welcome. Welcome to another show. Welcome to a back-to-back show of DistractedDriversBusted.com. The podcast show. I am your host, Howard Dresher, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com. And of course, now this podcast show. You can follow me on Twitter at DistractedDBTV, at DistractedDBTV, and Facebook is DistractedDB. And of course, you can get the show on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Google Podcasts. Type in the keyword DistractedDB. Okay, as I said, this is a back to back show. Yesterday's show was posted at 7 a.m obviously today's show has been posted at 7 a.m and i had promised you that katie stepped up and she got me stories dealing with thanksgiving i got some stories from uh you know up in uh bakersfield from uh katie in regards to well let's just say the maximum law enforcement period for the um at least in California for the Thanksgiving time frame I've got a couple uh, or a w, um, a DWI crashes um, uh, unfortunately uh, a, a California woman who was out of state ended up paying the penalty and we'll get it up oh, sorry we'll get into that in just a short period of time and of course you know it never ceases to amaze me when people end up losing their lives anytime on the highway. Anytime on the freeways, they end up losing their life and you got to wonder why. (sighs) I just ponder this. And then I realize, I realize, schools are not having driver education anymore. So a lot of the things that I learned in driver education is not being taught anymore. That's like taking your son or daughter to the basketball court and just say, eh, shoot, just do what you want. It's like taking them to the baseball field and just telling them to swing away, not look for certain pitches, not how to run the first base, how to ground a grounder, how to throw to home plate. Like in a soccer world, eh, it's like if you're off sides, it's no real big deal. You just run all over the field. You don't stay in your lanes. Am I getting through here? Apparently, I'm not. I got paperwork right here that tells me different. It's telling me that my message is not getting through. Ah, hmm. Well, uh, you know, I mean, Katie did what she had to do. She got me some stories, and I appreciate that, just as I always do. As I say hi to Katie, she's waving through the Zoom Video chat. She's holding up a sign that says, Get on with the show. Thank you, Katie. I will do that. All right. So, yesterday I got a couple of responses because of how the show went. It, a majority of it is positive. Uh, a couple of people say that Katie still needs to get on the air a little bit more. Katie's just shaking her head right now. No, she's not going to do that. Uh, also, that I got a couple of comments in regards to the bakery that in New York that was. Well, let's just say it had a drive-through experience for a short period of time on their grand opening, and it ended up within the same day or same week, it ended up being a grand closing. And you heard the owner, he's worried about his employees, he's worried about trying to get things back up on his feet so that way they can start doing business again. But yet, stupid people do stupid things, and yet it just ends up that way and now he doesn't have um, he doesn't have his business anymore. I'm going to have to follow up on that uh, in regards to, so when he does have that store back open, I can at least try to get him on the air and talk to him, and I want to know how long it took from when he first got his business open when it got destroyed and then back up on his feet again. And, of course, in this world with the pandemic, I wonder how long it will be. But in the meantime, let's turn our attention to an audio sound clip uh, that I got from Katie and which she got from KEGT News up in Bakersfield. And it's kind of like the pre-warns for the holidays with some numbers staggered in there. Also, I've got some numbers that I ripped off Uh, Facebook from the CHP headquarters and I appreciate them for letting me get the uh, uh, read from them and just copy and paste that was relatively easy but here is the story from KEGT News up in Bakersfield and I appreciate them for allowing me to use the sound
1: home. The California Highway Patrol wants you to have a safe Thanksgiving, so they're having a maximum enforcement period lasting most of the week. Beginning Wednesday evening, there will be more CHP officers on the roads looking for people breaking the law. The maximum enforcement period will last through Sunday night. During this time last Thanksgiving, the CHP says 42 people died on California roads, and more than 800 people were arrested for driving under the influence.
3: Well. That seems pretty good. You're under a 1,000. But here's the thing. As of this morning, or Saturday morning, I should say, when I got these numbers from the California Highway Patrol, and keep in mind, you're still about eight hours away, eight to 10 hours away from the maximum enforcement period that will end. So what happened Saturday night? What's happening in the Sunday morning and what's happening in the Sunday night has not been tallied in these numbers. California Highway Patrol has already made 315 arrests during the Thanksgiving maximum enforcement period. Twelve people have died in the California Highway Patrol's jurisdiction. Both numbers are above those from last year at the same time frame so already we are hurting already we're hurting i think you know we need to end up tailoring this down a little bit but i kind of feel that uh these numbers are going to go up and i to play that audio piece one more time just so i can hear the numbers one more time mm-hmm.
1: Here at home, the California Highway Patrol wants you to have a safe Thanksgiving, so they're having a maximum enforcement period lasting most of the week. Beginning Wednesday evening, there will be more CHP officers on the roads looking for people breaking the law. The maximum enforcement period will last through Sunday night. During this time last Thanksgiving, the CHP says 42 people died on California roads and more than 800 people were arrested for driving under the influence.
3: Yeah. Well, we're going to see how long that lasts. Uh, hopefully, by all indications, at the end of the uh, maximum forcing period, we're hoping the numbers will stay where they're at right now. We've done enough damage. We've done enough lives lost. We've done enough craziness out on our freeways. Now, here's a, here's a simple thought for you. If you're hearing this story and you're thinking, oh, okay, well, uh, these are good numbers, but guess what's coming around the corner? Well, you got Christmas coming up in less than, what? Less than 30 days, and New Year's is just a few days after that. Yeah, I have a feeling that people are really going to rip it loose for New Year's. They want to kick out 2020 as fast as anybody can kick anything out the door. They're going to close the door, shut it down, and they're going to go to town. And I'm going to guess that they're going to go to town, and not in a good way, and there's going to be more deaths, more DUI arrests, and somebody's going to end up paying the price. And unfortunately, it's going to be somebody who is probably just either on their way to work, coming back, and somebody who went out and had a good time and was just negligent straight across the board ends up doing something. I'm hoping not. But I'm warning you now, just like I warned you a couple weeks ago about Thanksgiving, somebody's going to end up paying the price, and we have that. All right, again, you're listening to DistractedDriversBusted.com, the podcast show. I am your host, Howard Dresser, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com. When we come back, oh, yes. Oh, boy. Thanksgiving crash that kills two.
2: You are listening to the DistractedDrivers.com podcast. We'll be right back.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, we have arrived in Philadelphia. Local time is 3.05 p.m. and the temperature is 67 degrees. At this time, you are now free to use your cellular devices.
0: You know that feeling when you get to turn your phone on after the plane lands? You can have that feeling every time you drive. Make sure your cell phone is stowed away whenever you are behind the wheel. Visit StopTextStopRex.org, a message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council.
4: Honey, are
5: you ready to go to the party? We're late. Uh,
0: What?
4: Yeah, (laughs) don't worry. I'll I'll be ready in five minutes, babe.
5: Really? Can you get off the phone? I'm already ready. We're going to be late.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't worry. I'm almost done. Let's
5: go. Come on.
4: Okay, honey. Let's go.
5: Can you be ready next time? I feel like I'm always ragging on you to get ready for these types of parties. Yeah. Isn't the man supposed to be waiting on the lady yeah, anyway?
4: I'm, I'm sorry babe. I, I know, I say this all the time, but I, I promise, next time, I really, 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 really promise next time I'll be ready and I'll be ready to go by the time you get home.
0: Gosh. <sighs>
4: oh, uh, let me see who that is. I'm waiting to see if my friend is
5: actually going to be at the no. party. No! <laughs> Leave your phone alone. You know that scared me last time. You nearly hit someone walking in a crosswalk.
4: What? No, you're crazy. Look, what? I told you, don't tell me what to do. I got this. Stop the
5: car. Stop it now. I I just can't be with someone who doesn't care about my life, not to mention their own.
4: Uh, babe, wait, wait, come back. Uh, this, This isn't happening, is it?
5: Now, back to the
2: distracteddrivers.com
3: podcast. All right, you're listening to distracteddriversbusted.com podcast show. Again, I am your host, Howard Drescher, the creator of distracteddriversbusted.com, and, of course, now this podcast show. Hey, that last commercial that you heard, I actually helped write that. mostly. I wrote most of it. Uh, they reworked it uh, the way that they felt it would be, uh, and I appreciate them Uh uh, Lauren and Alejandro, for putting those two together for me. Uh, I wrote most of it, but my writing skills kind of suck, so they just revamped it and made it work, and they made it work and work better. And then if you really think about that commercial in itself, how many times has that actually happened where a guy and a girl are getting into a car and the guy's texting on his way down the road and the girl's like really kind of terrified to say something? Although Lauren did a good job this time saying, Hey, Look, it ain't going to work. Stop the car, let me out, and when you get your act together, maybe we'll we'll get back together. I think they did a great job on that. I know a lot of you have been asking about the people that have done that commercial. Uh, It's actually one of my favorite ones, so that's why I run it a lot. But it's true, if you really think about it, it's true. How many times, and maybe some of you listening to the show are going like, damn, that is me too. All right, here's a story that I got from WTV, WTVR, CBS 6. And an operator of a pickup truck traveling westbound, totally disregarded in the state that they're in, in the city. They totally disregarded the red light and entered the intersection, striking not one but two vehicles, including an SUV. And this is what it sounds like coming from the reporter from WTVR, ABC6.
2: I'm insider Sarah Sorsa is telling me both victims are from the Metro Richmond area. Families change forever on the night of one of the most traveled holidays. A debris field the day after. People that live close to Thursday night's accident scene say it was a crash heard throughout Gunner Park. Police had everything taped off, so all the traffic blocked off there and there. And- all the areas all around was taped off, you know. Richmond police say this pickup truck traveling west on Brooklyn Park Boulevard ran a red light at the Chamberlain intersection, smashing into two vehicles. One was an SUV heading south on Chamberlain. A female inside dies on impact. A male dies later at the hospital. It was a real bad accident. Overall, the initial accident triggers collateral damage. Six vehicles total involved crash team having to interview and take measurements of each car. Tragedy on a Thanksgiving night that several families won't soon forget.
3: Again, I want to thank WTBR. And RPD
2: telling me their crash team investigation is ongoing and that charges are
3: pending. All right, now I want to thank WTBR, uh, ABC6. And you hear that. You hear that a lot. Traveling through, somebody dies on impact, and then somebody dies a little bit later. Here's the sad thing about this. The man in the pickup truck suffered non life life-threatening injuries, according to the police. Of course he did. You kind of wonder what his body was like. Was he totally relaxed? Well, that kind of makes me think that maybe was he under something that he shouldn't have been. And yet, he escapes with minor injuries. Somebody ended up Paying the price. Remember I talked about that before. Somebody's paying the price for this. Two people died in this one. Collateral damage as a reporter said. Six vehicles in total ended up getting into this crash. All because of somebody who decided to run a red light. Not paying attention. He could be under alcohol. He could be under medicine. I don't know. The investigation is still going on, but I would venture to guess that there is something related to alcohol, something that had him distracted in some way, shape, or form. You hear it over and over and over again, and you just got to get it out of your head. This cannot be every weekend, almost every day now. I could do a story about something like this, each and every day. Not one, not two, three, four, five, six, maybe more stories in a day. It's happening. 52 states. How many cities in roughly each state? How many people living within that area? How many vehicles? How many people just don't obey the laws? That adds up fast. I could do something each and every day, and yet it just bothers me that I talked about this probably about a week ago, that more and more TV stations are starting to cover these things. Sooner or later, this is going to take on the momentum of other stories that we've heard before. And when it does and when it happens, I'll be so happy. All right, you're listening to DistractedDriversBusted.com podcast show. A DWI crash into an ambulance in South Houston. Can't wait to hear this one. We'll be back right after this.
2: You're listening to the DistractedDrivers.com podcast.
5: We'll be right back.
3: Now, back to the DistractedDrivers.com podcast. All right, welcome back to Distracted podcast show. You can follow me on Twitter at DistractedDBTV, at DistractedDBTV, and, of course, Facebook is DistractedDB. And my website, well, I no longer have it. Although, if you go to it, it is still active, but I don't really operate it. It's waiting till the dollar signs on that one run out, which is in probably a month or so and then it will be totally be gone but i know people still click on it and go that i still get notices when people do that but it, for the basic part it's dead but you can get this show and other shows on Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio and Google Podcasts just type in the keyword distracted db and thinking about somebody that is distracted here's a story from KHOU or i'm sorry KHOU 11 out there in Houston and how can somebody again drinking driving doesn't match so here's a story and I'm just going to let them tell you about it because how this guy or this lady smacked into how did they smack into the
5: an ambulance is beyond me,
4: Come here, tell me.
0: I
5: was, it was about 7 o'clock this morning. Uh, the MTs from uh, Houston Fire Department Ambulance 51 were returning uh, from a call. Uh, they made a quick left uh, where their emergency equipment activated so that they could back up into the station, which is standard practice for them. Uh, we had a driver traveling westbound on Bel Air in an SUV uh, that for whatever reason, did not notice that the ambulance was there, and struck him on the uh, on the driver's side. Uh, both of the HFD personnel were transported to Herman Hospital for precautionary reasons. We've since gotten an update on their condition, and they're up walking around talking, so they're, they're doing fine. The driver of the vehicle was evaluated on scene by our officers, and it was determined that he was impaired so he'll be facing at least uh, DUI charges. Suspected
0: drunk driving case.
5: Yes. Suspected drunk driving, yes. Else? You know, just uh, I got say, you know, far too often that uh, you know, alcohol continues to be a factor in far too many crashes that we're seeing and it's way too simple to catch a ride share, however you want to do it. But we're seeing this too often. And with the holidays coming, we just want people to be especially mindful of other motorists on the road uh, and just avoid these, these tragedies because they're senseless.
3: All right, and that story came from KHOU11 out there in Southwest Houston. And he I applaud because basically everything that he mentioned right there, just in the last 20 seconds of that sound bite is what I've been preaching. you got to be mindful of what's going on. The holidays are there. Be respectful of your other fellow drivers. Whether it's a holiday or not, be respectful of these other drivers. Here's a lady that wasn't respectful at all, and this comes out of Idaho. A California woman, well, let's just say two felonies, two misdemeanor charges on the night before Thanksgiving. And I got to kind of wonder about this one because a DUI checkpoint, see, people in Idaho, they're not messing around. And uh, no, this is not California where they're going to allow you to drive off and they're going to chase you for a couple of hours. Not saying that California Highway Patrol is bad. I got a lot of friends into California Highway Patrol. I've interviewed several of them. They've got their procedures. Idaho police have got their procedures. But here's a story from, oh, KTV, I'm sorry, it's KTVB TV in Idaho.
4: New overnight, a woman is in jail and facing charges in Ada County after murdering police say she hit an officer with her car di- during a DUI investigation last night. Now, here's her booking photo. This is 44-year-old Michelle Green of California. She's in the Ada County Jail this morning. She led Meridian Police on that chase last night. Now, police tell us it happened around 11 p.m. when officers responded to a DUI suspect. They first found and stopped Green near Locust Grove in Chinden. After police boxed her vehicle in, Green hit an officer with her car, they say. That's when police shot at her, hitting her once in the arm. She was able to escape, though. She drove off after that. And a cha- after another chase, officers successfully spiked the suspect's tires, stopping her near Locust Grove Road and East Loop Lane. She was taken to the hospital and treated for her injuries. Then she was booked into the Ada County Jail. She now faces two felonies and two misdemeanors. The Meridian officer that was injured also taken to the hospital for his injuries, but he has since been released, so good news there. And this is now under investigation by the Ada County Critical Incident Task Force.
3: All right, and again, that story came from KTVB TV, and I appreciate them for allowing me to use the sound. I got to tell you, this lady seemed like a normal like woman, but she got caught up in something. She was probably going to somebody's house, getting ready for Thanksgiving the night before, out drinking a little bit, celebrating a little bit too early. Maybe she had a little bit of eggnog mixed in with some other gin or rum or whatever. And quite honestly, to tell you the truth, a DUI checkpoint probably scares a lot of people, especially if you had a little nip of the old gin, if you know what I'm talking about. So, therefore, she decided, hey, that is not a place for me. And she ended up causing more problems for herself. Not one, but two felonies and two misdemeanor charges. That alone puts her away for several several years if convicted now i just don't understand why these people are still doing this and she's 43 years old and by the way i was looking online and it was funny because i got part of this audio piece from youtube and you know youtube kind of has people make comments on this one it was funny this somebody made a comment she's going away for at least 20 to 30 years, hopefully she can find another job and find a husband after she gets out. I'm kind of thinking maybe she's gonna be a little bit older than that. She may not find anything at that time. But again, we talked about this show so in this show several times, paying the ultimate price, paying some kind of price collateral damage done in several stories it's all ties in it's all that way you know it i know it and it just seems to be that way more and more no matter what there's always some kind of collateral damage done all right you're listening to distracted drivers podcast show i'd like to thank everybody for listening remember i don't want to die today do you Don't let anyone take the sands of time within your own hourglass. Remember, be safe and take your cell phone and put it in a glove box when you drive to work and when you come home. Until then, be safe and no more collateral damage.